Big Tech is trying to bounce back after selling off last month, and the Giants have been leading the way. Facebook, though, is still stuck in a rut. Let's talk about the group with Mark Schmullick. He's a lead internet analyst at Bernstein. Mark, always good to have you here on the show. So can we get a broad tech revival here without Facebook? Because this thing seems uh, pretty idle right now. Yeah, um, always good to be on. Uh, and it's, Thank you. And it's a great question. And we're certainly seeing, uh, you know, much of the names recover, certainly in, in, in kind of different levels. Um, you know, kind of post the sell-off over the last couple of weeks and, and kind of see your point. Facebook has certainly been uh, the laggard, and, and partially rightly so. Um, you know, can we expect this to continue? You know, I think as we're running up into earnings here, uh, you know, the general view is numbers should come in strong for most, if not all, of the names. Uh, we're seeing good stabilization on the user front, even in, you know, in a reopening for the social names. Uh, and we're certainly seeing ad revenue strength uh, continue. Checks are strong, spending is continuing. And so, you know, as we get past some of the, the macro issues and, and headline risk, I think what you're seeing pretty much across the board, again, aside from Facebook, is a recognition of, of good, strong fundamentals uh, for pretty much most of the names in the Internet space. Now, for Facebook, how does uh, policy fit into fundamentals? How does uh, pressure from regulators fit into fundamentals? We've always had this kind of like lingering risk and delete Facebook campaigns. And uh, there's been a few of them uh, over the last decade. And Facebook always keeps making new highs. Is there any reason to think this time is different, that it might get broken up or uh, Zuckerberg might feel pressure to step aside or anything uh, within kind of the realm of uh, the, the black swan event or anything we haven't seen before? Uh, the short answer is no, or at least not yet. Um, you know, and fundamentals underneath the surface actually look quite good. Uh, by all accounts, users are sticking around. You know, yes, we saw some messaging users, uh, you know, move over to Telegram, uh, try out Twitter during the outage uh, on Monday. But, um, you know, there, there's certainly a, a few of these kind of delete Facebook campaigns that are trying to pick up steam. Um, you know, we, we see it in Time Magazine uh, just today putting out a delete Facebook on their cover uh, and, and there's a secondary campaign, the Facebook logout pledge, that's trying to, you know, kind of pick up steam. But so far, um, users don't seem uh, to effectively be leaning into it, even like they have perhaps some other previous campaigns. Um, we haven't seen anything around an advertiser boycott. You know, we had one of those last June, uh, you know, if you recall. Uh, n nothing of that sort kind of you know, matriculating this time around. So, you know, on those two fronts, things certainly look pretty good. Um, you know, we are coming up to, to Facebook's annual expense guidance. And, you know, if we think back to Cambridge Analytica, um, you know, what we saw post that scandal was expenses continue to, to rise up, margins compressed as they ramped up moderation efforts. Uh, I actually expect a bit more of the same. Hmm. Uh, and to me, from a fundamental perspective, that's probably uh, what's hanging over the stock more, um, you know, than kind of negative, negative media news. Hmm. On the, the regulatory front, you know, while there certainly seems to at least be some consensus, uh, across both sides of the aisle, it's, it's really hard to kind of um, align on what it is they could actually do to regulate. And quietly this week, uh, Facebook actually uh, submitted their kind of uh, dismissal suit against the, the only real thing kind of hanging over them on the regulatory front, which is the FTC antitrust suit. And so, you know, on that front, it actually looks, I don't want to say clear, um, you know, but certainly doesn't align with, with much of the negative, uh, the media headlines. And so if we can get past, you know, what I think to be kind of a, a potentially scary expense guidance number, uh, the core fundamentals pretty much across the board look as good as they've been in uh, quite a while. 
one of the most important conversations on company fundamentals right now in the market is about inflation eating into margins and uh, prices, costs uh, that are being wrangled by uh, mostly product uh, providers, but service providers maybe a little bit different. Do the uh, big tech and the FANG plus names get a free pass in a quarter where a lot of uh, companies and cyclical businesses are gonna be dealing with inflation or, or is there an impact on these tech names too? Yeah, you know, I, I would say probably the you know the, the large cap or the mega cap names. I don't want to say they get a free pass, but they certainly should feel a little bit less exposure, right? Some of the more higher multiple names may may kind of experience a bit of that crunch tied to inflationary pressures. And you know, if you did want to circle one, you know, I think you're absolutely on the right track with kind of the the focus on um, you know the, the product side, which which would effectively mean you know Amazon in this case would be the one that deals more with physical goods products. We're seeing wage inflationary pressure as they, you know, higher up in metro markets with a higher, you know, wage rate than what we've typically seen in the past uh, for those types of roles. And so, you know, certainly some pressure to be had on, on that front. But generally speaking, I would say, you know, mo most of the, the mega cap names should be able to avoid, um, you know, any of the hang up or headwinds tied to inflationary pressures. But you could see it in and, and we have seen it in, in some multiple derating in some of the higher multiple spin names. And the big ones, Alphabet, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Mark, uh, the big four, are, are any of them able to top the growth rate that they did on an annual basis uh, during the COVID period that uh, just peaked out for most of them, either Q1 or Q2? The top line growth was extraordinary for all these businesses. Are any of them going to be able to match that growth rate that they did at the height of the COVID tech adoption period? Probably not. <laughs> and if they, and you know, and if they do, everyone should be buying them hand over fist. <laughs> you know, last. Quarter. So what if they don't? Do we we don't sell them hand over fist. It sounds like you don't think that's the case for the opposite move, though. Uh, yeah, I, I, and I think that's right. Look, well, you know, from a growth rate perspective, you should see some deceleration. You know, two Q twenty, uh, you know, was, was really kind of the, the the bottom of the digital ad space, and so everyone was laughing easier comps. But you know, they certainly get harder as you go throughout the year. And you know, on the e-commerce side, you've you've already seen that play out because effectively it started a bit earlier. Um, so we will see deceleration, and the real question is how much of those gains during the pandemic were permanent versus temporary in its nature. Uh, and I tend to believe that the digital advertising names, much of those gains were permanent. That's a change in advertiser behavior. And on the e-commerce front, I actually expect Amazon to be a share gainer, uh, you know, in the e-commerce space, because I believe much of the purchasing behavior on Amazon, 50 million new Prime subs, uh, is much more permanent of a behavior uh, than perhaps some of these smaller, more pure play e-commerce names. Do you think Amazon's the best one of the group? Do you have a particular favorite that stands out if you have to pick one? Uh, look, I, I still like Google uh, as, as a favorite in the group. Yes, it's, it's you know certainly outperformed from a stock perspective. Um, you know, but I look across the board and across most of its businesses. You know, it's the one with the least amount of warts or the least amount of hang up. Um, you know, certainly Amazon's got some. Certainly Facebook has some. Um, you know, and if, if I look across at Google in some some ways, you know, they're the beneficiary of some of the, you know, IDFA dollars still coming over, uh, some of the growth and in, in experiences and travel kind of offering tailwinds to their search business and, you know, YouTube continuing to strengthen off the back of changing viewer behavior and brand spend moving into the platform. So, you know, it, it still feels like the cleanest story across the mega caps that I cover. Okay. Mark, good stuff. Uh, like to walk through all the big names. Of course.
Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Mark Schmullick is a lead internet analyst at Bernstein.